1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another lovely episode of your Only One Ravens podcast. I'm your host here, King Pope. I got my co-host, Mr. JB, here with me. Um, today we want to talk about Cleveland Browns versus the Ravens Um, I think before I really get into this Cleveland Browns versus the Ravens I I just want to talk about a couple things I guess so here on Fan First Sports Network you know we all have um, we all have a big community here and uh, we got different teams, so some of you guys that work on Fan First Sports Network, you know, I get a chance to listen to some of you, some of y'all pods, and listen to some of the work that you do, just to give me ideas to see like how I'm doing my pod, and um, trying to see if I can tweak things or, you know, make things better, or just you know get ideas or you know just see what along the lines that I'm on. So I just happened to stumble across. This Cleveland Browns podcast. So, the best way I guess I can say this is, man, you Cleveland Brown fans are nasty. And I say that because I ain't giving y'all no more flowers because of the disrespect that you guys had. And I realized, man, since we've been y'all big brothers, y'all been totally upset. And that go from fans to even a team. It's all good, man. It's not my fault that you guys can't win a division. I don't even remember the last time you guys won a division. Did you win one? I'm trying to think. Hmm. Let me think. the Cleveland Browns won a division? I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. So, I get it. You are upset because y'all don't win nothing. You ain't got no rings. You ain't won a division. You go in The last time you was in the playoffs with Baker, you know what I mean? You beat the Steelers, and you was on your high horse, and now you ain't been in the playoffs in a while since then. You know what I mean? It sounds like Baker was your best quarterback because now you got Deshaun Watson, and Deshaun Watson, he's looking like trash. But, you know, you guys are all hyped up because you got Deshaun thinking that's going to change our situation. Now I realize that it don't matter what quarterback the Browns be having, man. Y'all still dog crap. Y'all still the worst in our division. Y'all will be the bottom feeders. That's just who y'all are, man. Y'all been like that for years. And I try to be polite to you guys. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not. Lamar Jackson is 73 versus you guys. 13 touchdowns, 6 interceptions with a quarterback rating of 100. And you think that Lamar can't do certain things. What the crazy thing? The guy showed me it was called What the Elf. He was so bad that he had the nerve to say that Tom Muncan was gonna get fired because of the system that he's running. Brother, do you know the Ravens are seven and two? Seven and two. Why would Tom Munken get fired if we seven and two? Like, that don't even make sense. Then you had to nerd a guard and say Lamar can't throw the football. He's not a good passer. He's just more of a runner. <clears throat> Lamar Jackson has a 71 completion percent, percentage for passing this year, if I'm not mistaken, right? With nine touchdowns. Like, didn't he throw two touchdown passes and run for two touchdowns on you guys the last time? And we beat y'all like 28 to three or something like that, or 28 to 10 or something? I was 28 to six. I can't remember what the score was, whatever. Whatever it was, it was a blowout. And it was on y'all field, took care of business. Of course you're gonna say, oh, it was because it was against DTR, so y'all didn't play nobody, you didn't play no good quarterback. Just like you guys were saying, Oh, we played CJ Stroud week one, so we we got him when he was easy. Listen, we don't make the schedule. We play who's on our schedule. It's not our fault that you that your quarterback didn't want to play against us that week. And he made the excuse that his shoulder was hurting. That's not my fault. So your excuse what? This week, if we slaughter you this week, it's going to be, oh, we didn't have our left tackle. We didn't have our right tackle. We was on our third string guys. So, yeah, you guys were able to get to us. Like, listen, stop making excuses, bro. Just stop making excuses. Your guys got lined up on Sunday just like my guys got lined up on Sunday. It is what it is. you ain't got your players, that's not like a personal problem, man. We all go through that. Every team has injuries. Every team has problems. But to hear the hate that you guys have, it's disgusting. I literally gave you guys flowers the last time we played, y'all. I ain't doing that for you Browns fans no more. I'm dogging y'all every time we play against y'all because I don't care no more. You guys are disrespectful. You have no respect and you, all you want to do is try to talk trash, and you don't know what you'll be talking about because you guys are, are the worst team in our division. And everybody dogs y'all. And it's all good. I know you guys are upset because we dog y'all because ever since ever since Cleveland left, came to Baltimore, you guys have been cracked since then. You guys have went through so many different quarterbacks and your season just been terrible every single year. Oh, we got Odell Beckham. We got Jarvis Landry. we Super Bowl winners. What did you do? Nothing. Because you are the Browns. You are bottom feeders. Y'all ain't going to be good. And I get it. It probably hurts you because in your lifetime, you ain't never get to see your team win the Super Bowl. In your lifetime, you ain't never get to run around in your city and have a parade and walk down there and and, and enjoy the parade that your team brought a Super Bowl back. I'm sorry that you didn't have that. But guess what, buddy? I had two. I had 2000. I had 2012. And guess what? Both of my parades was awesome. Sorry that you didn't have that. I'm sorry. Sorry it didn't work out in your favor. Sorry. But guess what? Y'all still bottom feeders, man. Y'all still the bottom feeders. So with that getting ran rant off my chat. and you know what's funny? Other, other people, pods I listen to, they're very very, I ain't gonna say, how can I say this? They're very informational and they 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 love to give other teams like like the Lions when we played the Lions and the podcast I guess they call it the Bleachers well, it's on FSSN it's called the Bleachers or whatever I can't remember but the guy that's the 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 podcast for the Lions man he was honest we got our tails kicked the Raiders were good shout out blah 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 he was very respectful he gave us our flowers and he moved on he didn't go into saying Lamar was trash this person is trash. that person is trash. Like, sometimes you got to be okay with just taking your lumps and moving on, bro. It's no need to try to trash the players because you can't beat the team. That just shows a sore loser in you. Like, okay, I understand you don't like the Ravens. But don't sit here and lie and say, Lamar is not good or he can't throw or Tom Moken offense doesn't work. He's not being successful, and he's going to get fired. You sound crazy. It just makes no sense to me about how some of you guys talk on it. It's, it it really gives like weird behavior, very weird. But anyway, I'm going to jump into this game this week because we playing against the the bottom feeder Browns. That's what. That's my name for you guys from now, the bottom feet of Browns, because that's what you guys are. And this week, you guys got uh, your left tackle and your right tackle is out, and your rookie, DeWan Jones, he's going to be out too. Uh, so that means you're inserting – I don't know who you're inserting at on the offensive line. To me, it wouldn't have mattered anyway, because I felt like we were going to get pressure on y'all regardless anyway. And the one thing I know about the Browns – well – the one thing I know about Deshaun Watson is he holds the football long. That's his greatest weakness. It's been like that for years. He did it in Houston and he does it in Cleveland. And the problem with that is that, that gets him to, into sacks because he wants to hold the ball too long because whatever decision making he's making, whatever it is. That's his greatest weakness. So if you had to start, guys, I don't even care what matter to me. I know he's going to get sacks on you guys anyway because he holds the football for a very long time. But I'm pretty sure this week the Browns are going to try to come out and they're going to try to run the football. They're going to try to run the football because they're very weak on the offensive line, and they're going to try to keep the pressure off Deshaun Watson. Probably going to try to do a quick passing game. I'm pretty sure of that, too. Whatever they can do to stop the pass rush from coming on Deshaun Watson. Because if the Ravens pin their ears back and start to get after Deshaun Watson, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a super long day. So I'm pretty sure Stefanski got something on his sleeve where he's going to try to run football a little bit more. So I'm pretty sure, guys, we're going to see a lot of Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford which is fine because the Ravens got the number one rush defense in the NFL. So if they want to try to run football, bring it on. We ready. We got the two best linebackers in the NFL with Roquan and PQ. So if y'all feel like y'all want to run, be my guest. Bring it on. i just tell you like this. Don't get into third long situations with this defense and allow them to pin their ears back on you. Cause it's going to get real bad and it's going to be a long day. So I'm pretty sure that's what their game plan is going to be. They might have a little bit of wrinkles here and there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but if we look at it from the game where we played them, what was it? October the 1st, I believe. That's when we played them the last time From back then. This is a total different game to me because it's a lot of different players that's going to be playing this game that didn't play in the last game. If I'm not mistaken for the Ravens, you didn't have Odell didn't play. Bateman didn't play. Marlon Humphrey didn't play. So your receivers was who? Your receivers was Zay Flowers, Devin DuVernay, Nelson Aguilar, and you had Mark. So this time you're going to have Z? – you're going to have – Odell there, you're going to have Bateman there uh, to play on Sunday. So, you know what I mean? You'll have a little bit more firepower on the offense. Um, I'm not sure about Marlon Humphrey because Marlon Humphrey came up on the injury report this week. And actually, I think Thursday he left practice early. And then he was limited today. (sighs) If I'm thinking the correct way, I mean, if I was making the call, I think I would sit Marlon. Just because we got a quick turnaround and we got to play the Bengals on Thursday. So I think I would rather have a fresh Marlin for Thursday night than to try to rush him and put him out there on Sunday if he's not fully healthy. That's my mindset thinking. <clears throat> Just because we got a short week. So I think it's better to sit him and then play him on Thursday. But we're going to see. We're going to see how it's going to work out. We're going to see what <clears throat> John Harbaugh gonna come up with. Um, let's see what they come back and do. Um, also, we had on our injury report this week. Early in the week, I think Odell Beckham missed Wednesday, but that was a vet day. He normally misses we- Wednesday of every week. Um, I think Ronnie Stanley missed a day too, which he normally gets a vet day. Michael Pierce was out for like two days for an illness, <clears throat> but he came back today. So he was in practice today. I expect him to play on Sunday. Um, I think he'll be fine. Marcus Williams will be back this week for sure. I mean, he practiced all last week, and then he practiced this week, and he's actually off the injury report. So I'm pretty sure we're going to see Marcus Williams this week. So that's a good boost because, like, even if Marlon don't play, we get Marcus back this week. You know I mean? We'll still throw Ronald Darby out there. I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be okay to be able to still perform at a high level with our defense if Marlon doesn't play. And, I mean, we had guys – I mean, we had, what, Marlin was down for, like, what, four or five weeks already anyway? So I think, I think we'll be okay if Marlon didn't play on Sunday, which is totally fine. I think we got enough guys to take care of the job. Um, I believe Morgan's, Morgan Moses will be back this week. So that's a good sign. That's a plus even though Patrick McCarty played well last week, he didn't give up no sacks. He didn't give up no pressures and he played good. So, um, but I mean, we got this week, we got miles Garrett. So, Hey man, we need force because we know how good miles Garrett is. So it's good to have Morgan Moses back. That way we can have him out there. If he's going to be there or not, but I'm pretty sure he will be playing this week. So we'll have him out there. Um, That's what I'm saying. I see. So, I guess I I want to start offense this time because normally I know I always jump into the defense first and and jump on them and see how things roll. So, for me this week, let's see, we got offensively. I believe that it's going to be – it's probably going to be tough for, like, I would say maybe the first quarter because it's probably like a fill-out. But at the same time, too, the Browns gonna come out, they're gonna come out a little bit more different because they're gonna come out more with an attitude because I'm pretty sure they didn't like the way how the last game ended. <clears throat> so I, I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna come out a lot more fired up and they're gonna be ready to rock and roll. So that defense is gonna come out with a with a with an attitude. They're gonna wanna play physical, they wanna go and play tough, they're gonna wanna bring a lot of pressure, they're gonna wanna get after Lamar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of that. Um, but sometimes you got to use their leverage against them. You know what I mean? If they're going to come down here and try to blitz hard, you might want to try to throw some screen passes. You know what I mean? Or you, or some draw plays or something like that just to get, you know, that momentum going against them. You know what I mean? Because I know they're going to come out fired up. They're going to want to play well because they, they got blown out the last time. Not only that, they got blown out at their home, and it was embarrassing for them. So, of course, they want to come here in Baltimore and return a favor. And they want to bring it the same way. So, we're going to have to match their aggression. So, I believe on offense, we're going to have to come out, to me, swinging. The same way we came out swinging when we played Detroit is the same way we got to come out swinging when we play against them on Sunday because they're gonna, they're gonna want, they want slugfest, and we can hang, we can, we can bring the slugfest. That's fine. I believe we can run the football against them. I mean, I think they average, they give up like ninety something yards, ninety something yards a game is what they're averaging. I think when they played, I think they gave up hundred some yards last week to get the Cardinals or something, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so. I believe we can run the football well. Gus. Uh, finally, we saw Keaton Mitchell, guys. Finally, Keen Mitchell broke through. But he popped up on an injury report this week, too. Same thing with his hamstring thing. I think he popped up on Thursday with an injury, and they had him limited. So he was limited Thursday and Friday. So I don't know. I don't know how bad it is. You know what I mean? Hopefully he suits up and he plays because his his speed and explosion in the offense just makes the offense that much more dangerous. And I just like to see him and Lamar in the mesh combo together because either one of them running that four three speed, man, the way they run the football is just dangerous with those two in the backfield, and it just make it's gonna make things a lot harder for defenses as the season go on. So. I believe that we got to keep them two in that backfield with that combo because that's just a great combination. And I think that combination is going to be able to flourish even more as long as Keaton Mitchell can stay healthy. That, that'll that help the offense propel and just be that much more better. Um, i like to see the Zay Flowers get back in the flow this week. Last week he only had one target, one catch for 11 yards. Um, so I think Zay Flowers needs to get back in the office this week, need to get him some touches, get him some plays, get him going. Money Mark, this is another big day for Money Mark. Mark should have a great day on Sunday. Uh, he should be able to be up and down on his defense. He should be able to – I mean, because their sec, their secondary is pretty good too. I mean, you got Ward, uh, Emerson, so they got some pretty good corners. Grant Delpert is their safety. He's their leading tackler. Um, their linebackers are super fast. Like I said before, they run sideline to sideline fast. They're very athletic guys. Um, so, But I believe Mark should be able to get his numbers. I mean, he did well the last time we played against him, so I don't see anything different. I'm pretty sure they're going to have some wrinkles to their defense where they're going to show some different things. They might move guys around to show pressure in different ways. Lamar's been playing so well and seeing things so well, I think we'll be fine with that. <clears throat> I just think that right now he's zoned in and he's locked in so well that he's just been playing great football. And you can see it. It shows. I mean, it took a couple of series for him to get right with the Seahawks, but that's how – I mean, he had to get the flow of the game. And it's probably going to be the same thing with, his, with the Browns game. It might take a couple of series before they start, you know, really rolling because they got to get a feel for what's going on. I won't be surprised by that. I mean, if they come out and they just guns ablaze blaze in the first drive and, and they just driving on them every drive they get the ball, then that just let me know that, hey, man, they got their number from the jump, you know? So we're going to see, but I think, I believe that they'll be able to, I just think they could do, they could just move the ball on these guys again. Smart and effectively, Todd Munking, call a clean game. Like I said, you got to run the football on these guys, and you can run the football on them, but I know they're going to be aggressive. They're going to be very aggressive. I already know. And they're going to move Miles Garrett around. They're going to move him on each side. He's going to be on the right side sometimes. He's going to be on the left side. He might be up in the middle, but they're going to move him around. Zadarius Smith, he's he at his when he's at his best is when he's in the in the middle, when he's on your guards and your center, because he's so much more quicker than your guards and your center, and his his um ability of movement styles or what he has with his swim moves and how he gets through the tackles that he's so quick and good with that, and he used he was good like that when he played for the Ravens years ago that's where he was at. That's where he found his most success. So for Linda bomb, Kevin Zeitler and John Simpson, you gotta be careful that when you got the Smith lined up, lined up over top of you. He's a very savvy guy. He has great moves and he knows what he's doing when he's inside of it. But I expect the Ravens to be well-prepared for what they're going to face. Um, they're on a five, what, a five game winning streak right now. Four or five game winning streak, and, and right now it seems like them guys are they locked in. They, they locked in. They locked in almost to the point how they was locked in in twenty nineteen when they just started. Once they started running off W's, they ran off fourteen streak. So this team looks locked in like that, and if they come out there and and. <laughs> If they come out there and mollywap the Browns like they've been mollywapping teams at home, man, yeah, this team is on a different level. It's a very scary football team, man. I mean, you got the number two defense and I think the number six offense. So they they're probably the most balanced team in the NFL right now when it comes to offense and defense. So I I expect I expect the offense to be able to. I just expect them to be able to move the football. I mean, they did it last, the last time they played them. You know, so I, I expect it to be the same way. I don't think it's going to be – I mean, like I said, I, I'm expecting some wrinkles and some changes, but I just think that – I just think the Ravens are just a better football team right now, and I just think that it's going to be – you're going to need a world-beating type of game from the Browns for the Browns to be able to really be in it, and you're going to need a uh, a horrible game from Lamar for this game to be crazy. So like you're gonna need something like Lamar has to have a game where he's throwing like fifty some percent, maybe two or three picks for this game to get to where the Browns are 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 really taking over this game. And I just kinda don't see that coming out of Lamar. I just like I said he's just on a he's on a different level right now where he's just locked and zeroed in. And if he's going to play – if he's come out there playing like he's been playing every week, I don't see what the Browns can do differently on defense to change what the outcome of what they're going to do on offense. I just believe that they're too explosive on offense for the Browns to be able to dictate or change anything. I just think that, yeah, they're going to come out with some crazy blitzes. They're going to come out with some stunts, and they're going to do some different things. But at the end of the day – the offense is still going to be able to create plays and do things to open up that or to open it up. You know what I mean? Because if Todd is is who I think he is, he'll just use the Browns' aggression against them. So if you want to blitz hard, then I'll run screens over top of you or I'll run draws to back you off. And then when I back you off, then I can come back and punch you with a nice uh, pass play or play action or something like that. So I just think Todd Munkin got a he's got to be more of a wizard and just play the game, play the field. You know what I mean? See how see how the how the Browns defense wants to attack because I, I already know they're gonna come out and attack hard because they was embarrassed on October the first. So I know they're gonna come out and attack. So if Todd uses that aggression, he should be able to he should be able to make things. He should be able to work them. Yeah, JB, let go ahead, buddy.
0: Hey, hey, what's up, man? I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm just listening to everything that you're saying, bro. And I can't agree more with you. Um, I think, you know, I always like to start by talking about like what the national media is is talking about, right? So, like, I, I don't know if you um, at the top of the pod, you, you, you got into it with the um, with the uh, Cleveland Browns, dude, and 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 all of that. But I mean, oh, if, I if, if you already. If you, have a state, if, if you addressed it, then, then we, we we can revisit that. But what I would say real quick is, you know, like this is a divisional game, right? And everybody is talking as if this is a regular divisional game, meaning that, uh, it's going to be low scoring and, and, uh, uh the teams are not going to be able to move the ball on each other because they know each other so well. And I, on, on this one, like I, I would usually agree. But on this one, I kind of beg to differ. I'm going in the total opposite direction. I think um, uh, Lamar Jackson is probably as poised as I have ever seen him in his career so far. I think that dude is focused, and I think he's going to come out swinging but playing within himself. Um, And and I'm expecting a blowout on on the Ravens' uh, advantage. Like I'm, I'm expecting a a whole blowout. Like, like all, all this week you have national media, you have Cleveland local media, just, just, just really like, like, Disrespecting us, really. Like, that's the, like, like, that's the word. Like, nobody really is paying attention to us. The, the national media attention is, oh, oh, yeah. Like, Lamar is good. The Ravens are good, but can they win this? Can they, like, does it transition to postseason? And that's something that is going to be, remain to be seen. But right now, like I said about a month and a half ago, um, when we lost to the Steelers, um, uh, we needed to go on a five game win streak. And I, and I, um, when I popped in, like I heard you saying, like, like this, this coming week, like this would be the fifth, the fifth game in that installment. And I, I expect them to win in traumatic, I mean, in dramatic, um, uh, yeah, like they, they're going to blow this team out. Like I really believe like there's, there's nothing about, Cleveland Browns defense that's, that scare me. Um, like, I, I know that the, the talk is always about Miles Garrett, right? But you have to figure out, and P, I, I just heard you mention this, like, we're going to have to figure out how to use Cleveland's, um, aggression to, um, you know, like on them. Like, we, we have to figure out, like, if, if they blitzing or if Miles Garrett is able to create any type of stunts in the, in the, um, you Know on that line where he can, um, um, uh, where he demands double teams and somebody's gonna, um, come in free or unrush or unblocked or whatever. I think Todd Muckton and, and Lamar Jackson, I think they're gonna have something for it. Like, I, I fully expect the blowout this game,
1: yeah. I, I believe that, um, I believe JB that the. The Browns are definitely going to come out swinging, my nigga. Like, on defense, they coming out swinging. And and rightfully so. I get why you're going to come out swinging. You got embarrassed in Cleveland. You got whooped. You know what I mean? You had a rookie quarterback, so you feel like now you got Deshaun this time. So now that's you
0: feel another like, thing. Go
1: ahead. Now you feel like you got Deshaun, so you feel like you should have a different outcome this time because you feel like, you know, you got your guy back. But um, I just think if Todd, man, I can't I can't believe that Todd would not not be smart enough to not know that to use their aggression against him. Because I know, I know they're gonna blitz. I know they're gonna blitz heavy. They're gonna disguise it. They're gonna move guys around. They probably gonna have Maris Garrett moving all over the place.
0: Put them mm-hmm. from left they to right,
1: do. to put them in the middle. You know what I mean? They are going to do all kind of crazy stuff to try to <laughs> to try to confuse, you know, Lamar and his office of what's going on. But yeah, like you I, said, Lamar is so poised right now. I don't think that crap's gonna matter. Like not, I, just, I don't think it's really gonna like. He's yeah, so in tune yeah, to what's I think going he, on in the offense that if they try that crap, I think. The play calling, you gotta use that to. You gotta use that to use against him. Yeah, you gotta use yeah. that against
0: him. Yeah, and and I I think I think and it's like when you talk about somebody like Lamar Jackson, he's he's unguardable. You you understand what I'm saying? Like you 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 know, if you put a quarterback style on it, then he's just gonna dump it off in the middle to um, whoever. Like usually in the past is is is. It's Mark Andrews, but now you have an explosive receiver like, like Zay who can run across the middle. You have, um, uh, Rashad Bateman who has come on these last couple of weeks and, you know, with those cross the middle passes. Um, and then you have, um, OBJ who he's, he, I'm pretty sure he's licking his chops right now because not only was last week his first, um, week with a touchdown, he gets to play his former team now. So you, you, think that that's not motivation enough for these guys. And I, I just don't think that, um, Cleveland's defense is enough. Right. And then when you look on, the, on the other side of the ball for, for Cleveland, um, I'm trying to pull up the, um, the, the injury report and you, you have a lot of their wide receivers, like, you know, oh, on, on the injury also- report right now.
1: You know that the damn near the whole offensive line is out. Both at the, the yeah, left tackle right. and the right tackle
0: and the right. backup is up. and the ba- Yep, yep. So that's what I'm saying. Like they have offensive woes right now. And I uh, right now I'm looking at it. Um, Amari Cooper does not have um, uh, uh, an injury, but they uh, gave him like they they rested him early in the week and he was limited. Um, I think today was his first full practice, right? But then after Amari Cooper, who else? You know what I mean? Like who else is a threat when you talk about this this stingy Baltimore Ravens defense? I mean, right. Their next, like
1: Their next good pass catcher is David and Joku.
0: Is right? David, yeah, yep, yeah, they're tied in. Right. Right. And and he was he was limited in practice early in the week. Right. So, um, I, I think I think right now I think the, the two things that doesn't scare me, but um I'm I will pay close attention to that that and that will be um When uh, Miles Garrett lines up on um, Ronnie Stanley's side, like, are are they going to leave Pat Ricardin to chip? Are they going to put Mark Andrews on that side heavily? Like, what, you know, like, what is the game plan for um, a Miles Garrett who who um, in the past, you know, lines up on the right side. He might line up on the left side. He, he, you, the next play, you might look up, and he's, like, right in between. I mean, he might be right over top of the center. So you you, you never know. And so that's, that's going to be the game within the game, trying to figure out the matchup with Miles Garrett. So um, I, I, it, it well, depends I think, on I what Patrick type Ricard, of
1: – I think Patrick Carr plays a, a big role in this game. Yes. Yeah. Just because – just because of the fact of you having Miles Garrett, and you're gonna need the extra block, so I think yeah. Patrick Ricard plays a huge role in this game. And Absolutely, you're gonna see him. You're gonna see him much more in this game to be able to help that that, that help the blocking out. Because I'm beyond Ronnie Stanley has been poor, has been poor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been
1: very poor, and I'm a- it's not. It, this is not the guy you want to play poor against. And the way Ronnie's been playing, I can't trust Ronnie. One on one with Miles Garrett, I just can't right now. Ronnie right. has just been poor, right? So we right. got to figure.
0: Something. And, and, yeah, and, and I, I agree, Pete. Like I I don't. I, I mean, I would I would love to see him come out and have the game of the season um, uh, for him, and you know, but I, I I just don't trust it. The the other, other matchup is um, uh, David Injuko. Um, Juku, you know what I mean? Like, who? Like, are they going to match him up with a linebacker? If so, then who? You know what I mean? Like, I, in, in my opinion, if you're going to go match up for match up, I, I, I would rotate both Pat Queen and, and Roquan on that. a like,
1: question. Before we get too deep, what, go ahead. he he scored the the only touchdown against us when we played against them, right? Yep. Yeah,
0: uh, yep. Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: he, so basically, he was he was the one that basically put up all their points and their yards. Pretty much, last time we played against mhm-, So, yeah, yeah. so the only thing out, the only thing about that is, to me, JB, he might not be as effective this week because of the offensive line.
0: Offensive line, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So he might have to, he might have to stay in, stay in,
0: and yep, stay in and chip and block. Yeah, yes. So, so he might I not mean, be
1: as as effective as he was
0: the last time. Yeah, I mean, and if if that. If that's what it is, then I I you know, I'll be happy with that. I think I think um I think the Ravens are gonna come out and they are going to try to demolish them. I, I think I think last week was the um, was the first game the season where the, the defense played um, all four quarters. You know what I mean? And I and I think the defense is just looking to build on that. So I. I yeah, it's it's, it's not going to be that um, that thirteen to ten, thirteen nine type of type of score. You understand? Like, I I fully expect guys to go out there and 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 just and, and get it done. Like, I I fully expect that.
1: Well, I feel like on the defensive side, JB, I feel like the defense has something to prove because yeah, because because now. Coming into this game, we're talking, especially in like, like you said, national media-wise, we're talking number one defense and a number two defense. And number one right. defense, they say the number one defense is the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, so, which
0: is crazy to me. But
1: so, so the Ravens, the Ravens defense got a chip on their shoulder because they're like, Well, yeah. how are they number one? We've been dogging teams out. We the number yeah, one but... scoring defense. We number yeah. one in the red zone. Like we're, we're this good. So, so you tell me that Cleveland is better right. than us. Because mm-hmm. so I just think it's, that I think this this game right here to me sounds like it's gonna be a game where the Ravens defense say, okay, well, y'all got the number one defense over there? Show me because we're gonna come out here and we're gonna ball. Yeah, yeah, you we gonna mean? show it. And I think that attitude yeah. of what they're gonna have is they're gonna come out guns ablaze. And it's just I just to me personally, I just think that if I'm Deshaun Washington, hey Deshaun. You might want to fake another injury, dog, because I just don't think I, this game is
0: going to be a game for you, dog. Hey, hey, I, game was, I was I was thinking the, the same thing. Play. I was thinking the same thing. Like the 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 last time he's seen the Ravens in general was when he was um, with um, Tennessee. I mean, yeah, when he's with um, Houston Texans, right? Oh, he against, I, no, he played against the
1: Ravens last
0: year. Remember the n- time? No, no, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I I, I meant to say a, a, a Lamar Jackson. Right. Oh. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's what I meant. So since he was in in Houston, so I I don't yeah I I, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's gonna be bad, man. And and like, like you said, like going going back to our defense, right? This is probably the third or fourth game where coming into this game, the national media hyped up the other team's defense, and I'm like, wait a minute do y'all not see what's going on? Like, like we lead the, the league in just about every statistical category when it comes to defense. Like, like our, our plus or minus is crazy. And I haven't pulled it up for this week, but our, our, our plus or minus is, is, is crazy. Is literally off the charts. Like nobody is within, um, 20 points of us when, when it, when it comes to the, come to the um the, the plus or minus breakdown. So like you said, I, I, I think Roquan and them boys, I think um they're gonna come out swinging. I think they're gonna have something to prove and they're gonna go out there and they're gonna they gonna hunt. Like like remember Ray Lawrence used to say, like we gonna hunt. Like I think they're gonna hunt the Sean Watson and the Cleveland Browns and it's it's not gonna be a, a, a good game for Cleveland.
1: Yeah I just I, to me personally I just think it's just not a good game for Deshaun this week. You know, your offensive line is banged up. You don't know who you're starting at left and right tackle. And you play against a defense that's just feasting right now. And they're gonna come and they're gonna come and they coming. And you don't know where they coming, you don't know how they coming, but they coming. And you got, pause savvy, pause you, got you got a savvy veteran in Kyle Van Noy. And then you got another vet, you know, with uh with or, with Jadavion Clowney. You know what I mean? And then you got Matt BK, who's having the, the 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 best season of his life, and he's just playing so great. You know what I mean? It's just going to be – Is this, this not might be a game that you want to play, buddy. You know what I'm saying, Deshaun? You might want to go get a massage this week, man. I don't think you want to play this week, man. I'm telling you. This might not be the one you want to play in. But, hey, that's on you. You know what I mean? I understand you're a football player. You're going to want to get out there. But this week, I don't think it's going to be a good week for you, buddy. I just don't think. Now, JB, when I started the podcast, I was talking about Marlon Humphrey because Marlon Humphrey popped up on an injury report, and I believe on Wednesday or Thursday—I think it was Thursday—he left practice early because he was he got hurt. So, I'm thinking if I'm hardball, right, and, and I'm just using my brain correctly, right, I can go without Marlon on Sunday and save All him right. for th- and save him for Thursday night. Yeah, I would rather save Marlon. For Thursday night, just because we got a short week, you know what I'm saying, and play him Thursday night instead of playing him Sunday, I just think that right. I don't have to force Marlon out there because we can win this game without Marlon. We don't necessarily yeah. need him out there. Like we could put Darby, in, yeah,
0: put Darby oh, out there, yeah. and we'll be fine. Yeah. So, we we'll won't miss a beat. Right. So, so I let mean, me ask you this question. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm hoping that
1: you know. I'm hoping that, that they make an executive decision about this. You know what I'm saying? And just personally, I would say sit him. I wouldn't play him. I would sit him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just probably yeah I would, one I injury. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. limited. And, and we already said, Marlon ain't all the way healthy yet anyway. So why mm-hmm. force it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so- I would be highly disappointed if he played on Sunday just because I feel like you're not protecting the player from himself. Um, I would just rather see him Thursday night. I want a healthy Mullen Thursday more than I want yeah, him exactly. Sunday. You get what I'm saying? The yeah, have because, more yeah. receivers than
0: their receiver core is a lot better.
1: Yes. So I would rather have him healthy for Thursday than for Sunday. I just think that yeah. it's is smarter that way. So yeah, the, I agree. I'm kind of concerned because I got a feeling he's gonna play, and and I'm not gonna be happy with that. Because I feel like he's forcing himself to play and I don't think he has to. He just yeah. needs to wait until Thursday.
0: Right. But and and yeah, I, I hear you on all that and, and I agree. I agree. Now let, let me let me ask you this, because the same injury has um has been plaguing um Keaton Mitchell, right? So he he wasn't at practice early in the week. And he was limit he was limited in practice yesterday, had a full practice today. Um how do you feel about um playing him as much as they did last week because if 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 it's me I'm 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 probably going to activate him um just to keep the um Cleveland Browns thinking and 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 on their toes and everything but um but if I did put him in the game it, it would be sparingly it would be fairly, and, and I know that's going to be hard to do because he he, he had the hot hand last. I mean, last week um, he rushed for over 100 yards and, and a touchdown. So um, it, it's going to be interesting to see what this um, this coaching group. Is, is gonna do as far as injuries and trying to figure out um the the gameplay for both Sunday and then you have a quick turnaround for Thursday night game. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not overlooking Cleveland at all. But you like this is the crunch time when it comes to injuries um and all of that because it's getting cold now. So a lot of those um a lot of those lower um lower body injuries when it's cold out um they 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 take longer to heal, and then when you reaggravate them, you you really reaggravate them because of the temperature and and, and all of that. So, like, I'm, I'm interested in hearing your take on Keaton Mitchell. Like, should they treat him the same as as you want them to treat Marlon Humphrey, or should he be a go?
1: So so, if I'm a coach, I'm gonna sit down. I'm trying to figure out the best way to address this. I'm gonna have a sit down with Keaton, right? And I'm and I and I gotta have a heart, to, I gotta have a heart to heart with with, with with this young guy. And I gotta tell I gotta tell Keaton straight up, listen, man, you're explosive, you're a great back, you could be a great contributor in this offense. You seen what you could do last week. The stage ain't too big for you. But the only problem I got with you, Keaton, you don't stay healthy. And I need you to stay healthy, baby. I think the injury bug is going to hurt for him because every time you turn around when he do play, the the next week pop up, he pop up on injury report. Like Mm. the first time he played, the Detroit game, he was on injury report the next week. Next week. (laughs) So then he played against Seahawks and he pop up on injury report this week. So I'm just like, I need you healthy to be able to put you out there. I want you out there, but you got to stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? So, I I mean, I know injuries happen, but I'm just saying I need to put it in his mind like, Keaton. I need you healthy so we can ball.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) I think that's one of the biggest things, my concerns with him. But, I mean, as far as this week, I definitely shooting him. I'm shooting him up. Um, and I and I'm gonna test them out. You know, I'm gonna put them out there a couple plays because I gotta, I gotta stay true to the office to to keep the Browns guessing, right? You know, right, so right. I gotta put him out there to guess, but I'm I'm monitoring him at the same time too. So like, if I'm putting him out there, he's just not looking right. Then I'm taking him out.
0: I'm yeah. just gonna
1: take. You know what I mean? That's I'm, I'm I, he gonna have to have a seat,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but. If he, if I put him out there, and he he balling. Then then I'm gonna let him go.
0: Yeah, right? you gotta let Same him go.
1: Time, my conversation with him is, I need you to stay healthy, son. Like you gotta stay healthy. I just right. I, like that's your your greatest weakness right now is that you're not healthy. You know what I mean? Because when I put you out right. there, you look you look amazing every time. But it's just right. your your weakness right now is is your health. Right. So
0: now. that's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Health is always a big thing. So speaking on the the other side of that, um, it looks like, um, Morgan Moses was, um, at full practice all week this week. Um, right now he's listed as questionable. Don't know if that's going to change between now and um, Sunday. But um, if he's a goal, then um, I'm, I'm excited for that. But I, I also would treat him like Keith Mitchell and play him sparingly. Like I wouldn't play him a whole game on, only because that quick turnaround for Thursday, and we're going to need we're going to need all the weapons that we can um, have uh, come and Thursday.
1: That's the crazy part. Like, like I, like I hear what you're saying because, like, we're definitely not overlooking the game on Sunday, but at the same time, our biggest thing is we want to come out healthy to be prepared for Thursday. Because, right. like, because like these two games are huge right now. These are yeah, critical, huge games. So, like, yeah. honestly, what I would like to see, JB, I would like to see the Ravens jump on their ass so fast that by like third quarter, we're pulling it, pulling guys out, right. and and they are them on the sideline and we cruising into the fourth quarter. You feel me? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just think that, I just think that if I'm John and we sitting in meetings, I'm straight like straight like saying like that in the meeting. Like, listen here, fellas. We got two divisional games back to back. We got the Browns this week and we got Cincinnati this week. Now listen, I'm not sitting here. Like, I, we're not overlooking the Browns. Let me get this through you minds first. We are not overlooking the Browns. But what I need you guys to get in your mindset is I need you guys to come out and fire off and get this game over with early. Let's not drag this out. Let's not be a fourth quarter game. Let's get this game over with early. Offense, put the points up. Defense, shut them down. So that way we could be cruising in the fourth quarter and I could get you some of you guys out of the game. Get you rested and ready for Thursday night. The important thing for us is to knock this game out the box early, punch him in the face, move on, and let's get ready for Thursday night. We need yeah. to get this game yeah. over early. Yeah. This game cannot yeah. be a drag out, long type of game because it's it's a high possibility for injuries when we do this. So let's get it over yeah. With early.
0: Yeah, and and you and and never mind the uh, the um. <laughs> The, the emotional roller culture that they put the fans through. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when we come into a game and we, we know we should win this game and it, 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 like, especially all last year, like, it, it always came down to the last couple possessions. So we, we, we don't want that. We don't need that. You know what I mean? Like, come out, punch him in the mouth early. um, Let our defense pin their ears back and go after De- Deshaun Watson like he slept with somebody's baby mother or something, man. Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, you know what I mean? Like, we, we we gotta go after that dude, bro. Like, yeah. it, it's like there's, there's no way. And then you know what I mean? If if you look at it, like these two games have come at a critical time, right? Because you know you you, you talk about. Cleveland who you like, if you want to be honest, we really don't know what to expect from Cleveland. Like I, I know they have a winning record right now, um, but you really don't know what to expect from Cleveland. And then as far as um, the Bengals are concerned, the national media already wants to crown them um, the Kings of, of the North. Right. So my thing is as long as the Ravens are, are healthy and, and competing, you know, I, I don't think that that that's gonna happen. Not this season, right now. Um, you 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 said earlier, like it was a few weeks ago, when you was like, "Yeah, Cleveland is coming." Like like we like we both said that. Like pause, but like we like these two games back to back. You win these games, and you are able to put more of a cushion between you. And those guys, when it comes yeah, to the NFC North, you
1: win these two games, JB. You put a chokehold on the division. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you put a chokehold right. on it. Yeah.
1: Because that means you yeah. had swept. You swept the Browns. You would have swept Cincinnati. The, right. Right. So so right. that means you got automatically. You got a two game lead over them. Mm-hmm. Right. So that means you would have to lose three games in order for them to jump you, and then they would still have to keep winning. Right. You get what I'm saying? So you got a super chokehold on both the teams in that division. So you you have some leeway to take a loss here and there, but it just gives you so much more space if you win these next two games. So that's, that. these next two games are so critical to you putting a super chokehold on a division and walking away with it, period. You win these two games, 95, 95%, you're going to win this division, straight up. Because week 18, you're going to have Steelers, and that game might not even mean anything at that point. You know what I'm saying? So it is very important to put a chokehold on these two games. And the hardest, to me, your hardest game is the Bengals. I'm not overlooking the Brown, but your hardest game is the Bengals.
0: Mm-hmm. Straight up. Without question. Without question.
1: It's the Bengals. So I feel like the Ravens got to win these next two games. There's no if, as, bust about it. Always, oh, we, we we lay the egg. No, this is no excuses. This two weeks, these two weeks, you have to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You win these two games, you, and you're you're nine and two, and then you're right. going to L. And you going to L.A. after that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I I don't I'm I'm not sure if if you spoke on it earlier, but the 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 way Todd muckton. Both Todd Monk and Lamar Jackson are coming into their own because, you know, it, it, it took them a half a season to learn each other, to get familiar with um, each other's ways. And and I think right now they are functioning on a, a high level. And, then, you know, and I, I definitely got to throw out um, um, Lamar Jackson's uh, quarterback coach, uh, T Martin, like he's, he's doing an exceptional job. And, you know, like I watched some of his interviews this week, um, uh, uh, T Martin, that is, um, he, like the the amount of praise that he, he was giving Lamar, like it was, it was more than just a coach praising a player. Like he, it, it seemed like he was a, a legit fan of Lamar and wanted to see Lamar win, um, you know, and at, at, at and play at a high level. So, like those, like that that, that coaching staff, like they are, um, they are with it, and you, and they just got to come out, and you know, you got to punch the Browns in the mouth. Like 'cause i i I guarantee you the Browns are already talking about doing the same thing um to the Ravens, so we we gotta go out there and we gotta be super aggressive um I still want Lamar to play within himself um like the, like these last three maybe four weeks, like watching Lamar um orchestrate the offense and you know like it 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 doesn't it doesn't look like he's getting rattled at all it's like he's he's um fully comfortable. Um, in the pocket, you know he's he's running when he has to, and uh, the majority of the time when he's running, he's still keeping his eyes downfield. So I I, I think that was I think that's the the huge difference between Todd Mockton and 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 Giro. Like I think um, I think I think Giro's um, offense was more so. I mean, was more. I oh did we lose? I think we lost
1: him. Well, yeah, I guess he was going in the G-Row and the uh, Todd Munkin thing. I think the biggest thing is with Todd Mucken. I think Todd Mucken has finally found the flow of the offense. His play calling has got like 10 times better, 100% better. The way he calls the offense for Sundays on these games, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whatever, he's been calling better games. And the offense is in a flow. And you can see the difference from when, He started calling the plays from early in the season to where he's calling the plays now. So I can give Todd a lot of credit now to the way he's looking with the offense. I feel like they're definitely moving in a better way. Uh, So credit to Todd that he's got the offense looking way better than what it was before. Because I don't know what was going on earlier. They were struggling in the red zone. His play calls was off. It seemed like he couldn't get the right play calls to call for the offense to put the points up. So I think now that they worked out those kinks, I feel like now Todd is definitely in in of a more flow with the offense. So yes, Todd is look a hundred percent better with his play calling, and I think that he's kind of more zeroed in and he knows what defenses are bringing. And that's what I think too, because like Todd was in, he was at Georgia last year, so you know he was still part of the college football and you know in that era. Not to say, I mean he was he was in the pros before, but like. He had to make some adjustments. So now I feel like now that he's now back adjusted to what is going on in the NFL. I think his play calling has gotten one hundred percent 110% better. So I'm glad to see that with the offense. Now we're getting into the latter portion of the show. You know, guys, when we get to the latter portion of the show, we start to talk about the keys of what we feel like that we have to get done this week to win the game. So JB, I want to start with you. Well, what's your keys for the games for the Ravens to come out with a victory? Give me your keys for your offense and give me your keys for your defense to pull out to win the game on Sunday.
0: Okay, so my keys on offense, I have two of them. Um, The first one is the most important. Um, I think we have to figure out um, how to contain Miles Garrett. Um if you are if, if Ronnie Stanley is in a game, which he probably will, um, I, I I need for him to play like a dog. Um, I don't I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know if he's capable of that. Um we've seen remnants of it here and there, but he's gonna have to play like an absolute dog, um, all four quarters, right? Um, to contribute to uh us beating um the Browns. The second thing is, I I I want Lamar to be comfortable with uh, whatever it is that they're doing. If they're running the ball, right? You you gotta you gotta be smart with, it, right? If if you're throwing the ball, we have so many weapons. Like like Lamar, I, w- I want to see you um, let it go. You know, like I was watching some some film uh, this week, right? And um, uh, Lamar was mic'd up for the game and. The, uh, it was a pass where he overthrew, um, I believe it was OBJ, um, down the sideline, you know, and he, he knew it right away. He said he, he should have just stepped up in the pocket and held it for maybe two or three more seconds, you know, and just put some air up on there. I don't know if it was OBJ or Rashad Bateman. I can't remember, but, um, that's my second key on, on defense. Uh, my key is to, uh, our defensive line, like, like, that's it. Like we, we got to get that going. Um, I know, uh, uh, Michael Pierce, he was, he was limited in practice this week. I, I believe he was dealing with an illness. Um, I fully expect him to play Sunday. Um, uh, so him along with Justin b k um, along also with, uh, uh, not Justin Houston, um, Uh, who am I blanking on Number 24, uh, 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 Clowney. Like I want to see those guys, um, disrupt, um, that offense. Like, like you said, P. um, they have a Cleveland Browns have a banged up offensive line and I want those guys to go after them, like shut it down early, go after them, um, And as far as my um, secondary, like, my secondary is the key. I I just need um, Geno Stone to continue the ball out. You know, I want to see that seventh interception. You know what I mean? So those are my keys to the Ravens winning this week.
1: All right. So for me, on offense, I want the Ravens to dominate in the trenches. And what I mean by that is I believe that this I believe the Ravens can run the football on this team. Like I said, this this the Browns give up about 97 yards a game in the um in the rush game. So I believe that the Ravens should be able to run the football. Um if Keaton is 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 healthy enough, his explosion in the in the run game will will allow the Ravens offense to be very dominant in the run game. Um, between him and Lamar Legs running the football is a very dangerous uh, situation. And if it looks like anything it looked like last week against Seattle, the Cleveland Browns better be on high alert because it could get away from them very quickly because this kid is very explosive, he's very quick, he's shifty, and his vision is great. So if you think you're scared of Lamar, just imagine you have a running back that's just as fast as Lamar, just as quick, and can just move just as well. And you got two guys back there that can do the same thing. So it can be very dangerous for anybody. So I feel like, to me, we should be able to run the ball for at least 200 yards on them on Sunday. I feel like we're potent enough to be able to do that against them on Sunday. I just don't think that the Browns – run defense is that great, which it's really not. Their pass defense is very good. I think they have the number one pass defense in the NFL. But I believe that Mark Andrews can get his game off anyway. My second key of what I want for this game is I want Ronnie Stanley to learn how to play football again. To learn how to be the left tackle that he was when he was at Notre Dame and then he came into the NFL and he played for the Ravens. To learn that your quarterback is the key part of your offense. You're making $100 million, Ronnie Stanley, and you're playing God-awful. It is time for you to earn your money. You have not been playing well, my God. You have not. You have not earned your money this season. It's getting to be very bad. You're getting beat almost every weak, my guy. You got to play better. I don't know if it's an injury problem or what, but if it is, if it's an injury problem, then sit out because you're doing more detriment to your team playing injured because you don't look well. So I don't know what that is, but my key is for you to play better, for you to find yourself because right now you're not there. You're just not. That strip sack you gave up last week was horrible. It was horrendous. You know, So, and then you were laid out another play on your back. So you're not looking good, Ronnie, at all. My other key is, can we get some plays downfield in the passing game? Can we open it up? Because I feel like I said, they're going to come up with some aggression. So can we be able to use the aggression against them? So can we get some plays down the field? I'm hoping we can. I'm hoping we can bust some things up. I hope it works out for us in that way. So that's for my offense. Now, on the defense, the defensive side, I just want them to be dogs. I just want them to ball out. I just want them to hunt. Like, I think that's really my only key that I want from them. I just want them to just hunt, hunt, hunt. I just feel like this game right here, if they hunt, it's just going to be bad for the Cleveland Browns. I think that they got to get Deshaun Watson moving, but I think that's going to be easy for them to get Deshaun Watson moving because I just believe that the savviness of Kyle Van Nooyen to Davion Clowney against these young or backup offensive linemen that's coming in this game, I just think that they're just too savvy to not be able to get sacks. Like, it would be disheartening if they wasn't getting sacks because of who they playing against. I just think that these guys are are straight veterans, and they know that they can feast on these guys. So they should be able to get sacks. Like, like let's break the sack record on Sunday. How about that? Let's do that. Let's sack the strong it? that the kid don't even want to come back in the game, bro. How about we That's get, like, 12 it. sacks? You see what I'm saying? Right.
0: Like, he, he already didn't break. want to play in the first game.
1: Yeah, so let's just go out there and just break the sack record. You know what I mean? Let's just go out there and just go crazy. My second key is is for for my, for my secondary to play within yourselves. Play smart. Because you know go he going to try to hit you with a deep shot. Yep. He going to try to test you. You know what I'm saying? Just be smart on the back end. Just be smart. And you guys have been playing well. I just don't want nothing to slip behind you. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want this to be the game that Deshaun Watson gets his game off. This should not be the game he gets his right. game. Right. Right. Because then the national media is gonna light it up. You get what I'm saying? Right. So let's not right. let him get his game off.
0: Right. You know what I'm if, saying? If, yeah, if if anything, we should punch him in the mouth three, four times in the first half to the point he not even gonna wanna come back out on the field the second half. So yeah, we, I'm we, saying, I'm saying break
1: ahead. the, I'm saying break the sack record, man. Like, I don't know how many sacks. What's the sack record for the game? But whatever it is, I'm saying let's break it. Like, that offensive line hurt JB. We healthy in, in the pass rush. Get after him, and I'm saying, get after him all day long. Don't stop. You know what I'm saying? We, so when he come out there, he got happy feet. Cause when he got happy feet, that's when trouble comes. That's where your interceptions come. That's where your fumbles come. All of that. So let's have him have happy feet all day long. That's what I'm. I just I just need that out of the defense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I I just looked it up. The sack record for one game is seven sacks. So seven? we we are yeah seven. So we we are capable of seven that plus. Can't,
1: that can't be.
0: Yeah. That's that's what it said. It's it said seven sacks in one game and that oh. was two. Oh, I'm sorry, that, that that was that was one player. What?
1: Right. I'm 'cause I know the Seahawks had eleven sacks game. against the Giants. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, that that was uh that was one player. Derek Thomas okay. from Kansas City had um had seven sacks by himself against okay. the Seattle Seahawks right. back in ninety.
1: I know the Seahawks played the Giants this year and they had eleven sacks. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For maybe, I don't know if it's eleven or if it's twelve, whatever. Break it. This break yeah. it, bro. Yeah. I don't care. Break it. You know what I mean? So I think I mean that's my keys for offense or defense. Like y'all do that, this is a blowout. Yeah.
0: For fourteen you know sacks. Yeah, fourteen sacks is the team for one game. So they need by fifteen. The Phil- yeah, and like Pete this, right? That was by the Philadelphia Eagles. And um they versus the Giants in nineteen fifty-two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's 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 time. It's it's time it's to overdue.
1: Break it's yeah, overdue. It's
0: well well overdue.
1: Right. So let's get fifteen sacks. Can we do that? Shoot, this is the best chance to try. Definitely the best chance to try. Absolutely. So uh what's your uh, score prediction for the game, JB?
0: Um, like I said uh, earlier, I, I fully expect a blowout, so I'm 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 gonna go with I'm gonna go with thirty eight, thirty eight ten. That's my prediction. Ravens 38-10. Woo, that's a big one.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go thirty one thirteen Ravens. Okay, and I'm being, and I'm really being nice. I really want to say thirty one <laughs> to three. Yeah. I really don't think I really don't think they can put the points up. So yeah. put, you yeah. know what? I'm changing my score. I'm going 31-3 because I don't okay. think the Browns can put the points up.
0: Yeah. I, so I, I I I looked at it like this. I, I I think the defense gonna get the job done. I think they might um think they might let you know somebody in like towards the end of the game, but I don't know because they. They was kind of pissed the last couple of weeks. Well, okay. uh, this game, yeah, about giving up those mm-hmm. um, end of the game touchdowns. Um, All right. They, yeah, so yeah, so I, I, I think our defense is coming out trying to pitch a sh- shutout, especially because Cleveland pitched a shutout last week, and and now they somehow <laughs> been crowned the number one defense, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I I, I, I fully expect them to. Come out and 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 punch Deshaun Watson in the mouth. Um, I, I I really want to say uh, thirty five, thirty eight to nothing. Like, but I I I gotta see more. Um, I I just got I just gotta watch the game. I I just don't I don't know. Like I I think our defense is capable of a shutout, but yeah, I I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's what I say. I say thirty one
1: three. I think they're going to feast. But all right, guys, with that being said, that's going to be the show for tonight. I hope you enjoy. Oh, and I know, JB, I really ain't, ain't getting, well, I guess I can give you the floor if you if you want to talk about this Browns guy, but I kind of already said my piece about this guy
0: because. Uh. Oh, no, we, we, we not going to give him any more shine. He, he gets no more shine.
1: Yeah, like I said, from now on, I call the Browns the bottom feeders that's what they are. <laughs> but anyway, guys, we're going to end the show out tonight. I hope you enjoyed the content. Uh, we brought you with the Browns and the Ravens. Hopefully the Ravens will come out victorious. Hopefully it'll be a great game for them, and it'll be a great celebration. And then we'll be moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals for a turnaround for a quick week, because we play Cincinnati Bengals on Thursday night. So we're going to do the podcast back on Monday night with you guys, and then we're probably going to come back on Tuesday because we got to play Thursday, so probably be back on Tuesday to give you guys a quick update for the Cincinnati Bengals game and get ready for the Bengals. So with that being said, guys, we're going to close the show out tonight. You guys have a good night. Catch y'all on Monday.
0: Uh, look. Nobody can stop this